Are you using social media to advance your nursing career, network with like-minded colleagues, and keep your finger on the pulse of healthcare and medicine? Let's talk all about being social right here on episode 242 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am, as always, grateful that you're here, whether you're tuning in for the very, very first time or you've been hanging out with me here for months or maybe years. In any case, thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is always about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, technology, medicine, and beyond. And did you know you can leave a rating and review for The Nurse Keith Show over on iTunes and Apple Podcasts? That's right. It really helps other people find the show. You can rate it from one star to five stars, write a short or long or medium-sized review. And if you do so, please email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Let me know you did so, and I will read your review and thank you personally on air for all to hear. Would you do that for me, pretty please? Meanwhile, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 242. Anyway, let's talk about the uses of social media. Even today, even now, I still hear from nurses who tell me that they don't do social media. And when I ask them why, I get a varying plethora of multifaceted answers, most of which don't really pass muster with me. I don't hear the excuses that make sense. I just hear excuses. So in terms of social media, why do you use it as a professional nurse and healthcare employee? Well, you use it first for networking. Yes, you use it to meet people, to meet like-minded colleagues and peers, to keep in touch with the people you have worked with in the past and who you'd like to keep in touch with. And it is also really helpful for following the organizations and maybe even the movements that you care about. Remember when the show me your stethoscope hashtag rose out of the incredible firestorm that resulted from nurse Kelly Johnson being basically castigated for wearing scrubs and what they called a doctor's stethoscope during the Miss America pageant. Well, those ladies on the view tore her up and then the nursing community tore the view up and let them know that nurses are important. If you're not on social media, it is very difficult to follow some of these trending topics, especially the ones that are real hot button topics that you definitely want to keep your finger on the pulse of. You can also use social media for career advancement. One of the ways it can help you with career advancement is accumulating knowledge, but even more importantly, it can help you keep in touch and make connections with people who matter gatekeepers, thought leaders, influencers, hiring managers, recruiters. Career advancement can happen when you use social media. You can also hear about jobs and trends that are happening that might help you move the needle of your career in a positive direction. 
I mentioned earlier, just a few minutes ago, that idea of keeping up on trending topics. Well, trending topics also have to do with the news and lots of news organizations and healthcare organizations. Well, actually, almost every single one that matters is on social media on some level or to some degree or another. So you're definitely going to want to use social media to stay current on the news and on the innovation that's happening all around you. Now, I mentioned the show me your stethoscope hashtag that came out of several years ago when Kelly Johnson had that awful experience that actually got turned into an entire political movement. Well, You can use hashtags on any social media platform to curate the information that you want to see. If you're not familiar with hashtags, I wonder what rock you've been living under. But if you're not familiar with hashtags, it is where you use that pound sign that you used to see on a telephone. And, well, we don't use it for phoning anymore, but we do use it for making these particular moments on social media more accessible for more people, these concepts, these trending topics. So let's say you're hanging out on Twitter and you want to, let's see, follow what's happening with robotics and artificial intelligence and healthcare. Well, you go to the search bar on Twitter, you type in hashtag robotics or hashtag AI or artificial intelligence. And when you hit enter, you will see every post on that platform that has used that hashtag. So it's very easy to keep in touch with these conversations and tune into them when you use hashtags in a savvy and curious manner. Now, hashtags are also used by organizations and by individual conferences. Like when we're at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, well, actually when we're preparing for the NNBA conference and when we're actually there, many of us use the hashtag of the year for the NNBA, which this coming year in 2020 will be hashtag NNBA 2020. We use that to have conversations with one another on social media to promote the conference and the organization and to allow people who weren't able to make it physically to the conference to tune in to what's happening. So we'll be posting quotes, photographs, selfies, videos, all sorts of stuff from the conference, and the people who aren't able to be there can tune in and kind of feel like they're still getting the benefit of the event. And it might cajole them to sign up next time because they see just how much fun we're having at the conference. Many, many healthcare conferences use these platforms in order to propagate and promote what it is they're doing. So it is a very useful tool, and I encourage you to make sure that you stay tuned in to these conversations that matter to you. Speaking of hashtags, there is an organization called Simpler, S-Y-M-P-L-U-R, simpler.com. Now, one of the projects of Simpler is called the Healthcare Hashtag project. It's a free open platform for patient advocates, caregivers, doctors, nurses, and other providers, and connects them to relevant conversations in communities on the social media platforms that are encircling 
the earth and in which many of us are taking part. So conferences submit their hashtags to the healthcare hashtag project so that it can be curated and followed there. Also, any type of disease might actually have a hashtag like hashtag GERD, hashtag breast cancer, hashtag HIV or diabetes. And this is a way for you to also keep up on the latest news and trends that are happening. So if you go over to simpler.com forward slash healthcare dash hashtags, you can check out the healthcare hashtag project and see that there are more than 2 billion tweets on the healthcare hashtag project that are being followed at any given time. And there are 19,812 hashtags curated there at this moment of this recording that I'm doing right here in November of 2019. The other use of social media is to have fun. There's lots of funny memes and stuff that bounce around social media. A lot of them aren't so great, but there's some good humor out there. And you can actually use social media to a certain extent to be entertained. Some of the platforms are more entertaining than others or maybe have more of a tendency to have funny stuff on them, namely probably Instagram and Facebook, but there's plenty out there for you to check out and to enjoy. Now, I mentioned earlier that nurses often say that they're not using social media or that they don't do quote unquote social media. Oftentimes they say that they don't understand social media. They don't understand it. They feel overwhelmed by it and they underestimate its importance. Other nurses tell me that they don't think nurses and healthcare professionals use social media much, so they don't see a reason why they should be tuning into those conversations. What rock are they living under? In general, there are a lot of nurses out there, nursing professionals, who just don't think that social media is important, or they're totally overwhelmed by it, don't know where to start, so they err on the side of doing nothing. Well, let me tell you about the metaphor that I often use to explain social media to people who are questioning its importance and not knowing how to curate or find the conversations and topics that they want. Let's say you're at a cocktail party in a big room and there's 100, let's say 300 people. Now, how do you know who to talk to? Well, you get yourself a drink at the bar or maybe two or three if you need more courage. You grab some snacks and you start walking around the room. How do you know who to talk to and what conversations to tune into? Well, sometimes somebody might look you in the eye and smile, which you might take as an invitation to walk over and say hi. Someone might come over and say hi to you directly and invite you into a conversation they're having. Otherwise, you walk around the room and there's, let's say there's 120 different conversations happening in the room. Can you listen to them all at once? No. Would you want to listen to all of them? Not at all. Some might not interest you at all. You need to find the conversations that interest you. So what do you do? You walk around the room. You slowly listen very carefully for conversations that catch your ear. If you hear a topic being talked about, like let's say someone says robotics or robotic surgery, and that's one of your interests, you sidle over to that group of people, 
say hi, smile, you listen to what's being talked about, and maybe you start to chime in, or maybe you just stand there and listen. And then when you get bored or the conversation ends, you move on to the next conversation. Well, social media works just the same. Let's take Twitter. It's like an enormous cocktail party happening 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year in almost every country on the planet. How do you know what conversations to tune into? First, following the people and organizations you care about and seeing what they're talking about or use hashtags. This cocktail party is enormous. There's millions or billions of people involved in this cocktail party. So if you're interested, let's say in artificial intelligence, you type in the hashtag artificial intelligence and there are the conversations. You can listen, you can lurk in the background, or you can get involved in some of those conversations yourself. So those are some of the reasons why people, nurses in particular, don't use social media and some of the reasons why you might want to try it. And I just gave you a couple strategies for doing so. So what are the consequences of not using social media as a nursing and healthcare professional? First and foremost, I think you will end up having a small relatively provincial, ineffective professional network that isn't strong, that isn't robust, and isn't really working for you in the interest of your future. Like I've said many, many times before, and I will say many, many more times, having a strong, robust network of like-minded professionals and colleagues around the world is like having a brain trust at your fingertips. If you have a robust network on, let's say, LinkedIn, and you're thinking of going to school, but you're not sure which program to take, or you have other questions, you can tap your network for answers to those questions, whether you post in your feed and wait for people to respond, or you reach out to specific people with questions so that you can hear their specific answers and maybe even hop on the phone for a longer, more in-depth conversation. That brain trust, the power and influence of that brain trust cannot be overestimated. Somebody out there probably has the answer to the question you have, but if you don't ask it, no one's going to answer because they don't know you have a question in the first place. Another consequence of not using social media to some extent as a nursing professional is that you're missing out on trending topics of interest. Just a few moments ago, I was talking about hashtags. It's very difficult to find those conversations if you're not taking into consideration those that are occurring on social media. Yes, you can use Google or Bing or Yahoo or any of the other search engines on the internet. And you know what? If you type in a particular topic, Google or Bing or Yahoo might actually point you to a conversation happening on a social media platform. So that tells us that even the search engines are paying lots of close attention to what's happening on the social media platforms because they are influential and it's part of the way the world keeps in touch with one another and with what's going on around the world. You're also missing out when you don't use social media on basically just making friends. 
Aside from having a robust professional network, there are just a lot of cool people out there. Maybe you are a nurse, but you also have this tangential interest in ceramics. There's probably some big ceramic communities out there on social media, people who you would not be able to meet otherwise because they live in far-flung places far away from you, and you would never encounter them otherwise. So instead of just hanging out with the people interested in ceramics that you know in your immediate area, you can talk to people in India and Australia and Taiwan and France who are into ceramics. So that can have the consequence of making friends, even people who aren't interested in nursing or healthcare, but they're interested in the things that you are interested in as a human being, not just as a professional. There are lots of friends to make out there, but you've got to go out and find them. Another consequence of not using social media is you're missing out on recruiters, either meeting recruiters yourself and asking them questions or the recruiters finding you and coming to you because they have an opportunity that you might not want to miss. This leads to potentially leaving money and opportunity on the proverbial table. Do you want to do that? I don't think so. And social media is one of the places where recruiters hang out. And I will talk in the second half about which platform is best for hanging out and chatting and meeting recruiters and other influencers. You also miss out by not using social media in terms of groups on Facebook and LinkedIn specifically. There are some awesome groups, some of which have thousands and thousands of members. This is another way to tune into specific types of conversations. Let's say you're a school nurse and you want to know what other school nurses are talking about, but maybe you can't afford to go to seminars and conferences all over the country or the world. So what do you do? You go on Facebook or LinkedIn, you find the groups that are hanging out there where school nurses congregate digitally speaking, and have virtual conversations about what's important to them. And that is a great place to learn about a specialty that you have interest in or to talk to people who are involved in the same specialty as you. There are lots of other consequences of not using social media, but these are some of the ones I think are most important and should be food for thought if you are one of those nursing professionals not utilizing social media to the extent that you could or you're not using it at all. Now we're going to take a really quick break and when we come back, I'm going to talk about my favorite social media platforms that I think all nurses need to be tuned into and I'll talk about some of my specific recommendations for getting your social media game on. We'll be right back for the second half of the Nurse Keith Show episode 242. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by Carson Newman University, offering a full suite of 100% online nursing degree programs, not including clinicals or residencies, of course. And those programs include RN to BSN, RN to MSN FNP, 
MSN FNP and a Postmaster's FNP certificate. With stress-free clinical placements and unrivaled student support, their CCNE-accredited online courses are designed for busy nurses like you and feature no mandatory class login times. Please visit them at onlinenursing.cn.edu. I thank Carson Newman University for their generous support. Please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners like you who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Nurse Keith. Those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So let's dig right back into today's topic. Well, thanks for hanging out here at the Nurse Keith Show. Yes, this is episode 242. Welcome to the second half of the show. We've been talking about the consequences of not using social media why nurses say no to social media, and what I feel are the most important and salient uses of these platforms for you as a human being living on planet Earth in the 21st century and as a 21st century nursing and healthcare professional. As promised, let's dig into the four platforms that I recommend all nurses check out and choose from in order to tune into those conversations and meet those peers and colleagues who are out there just waiting to meet you. Let's start with Facebook. That's the first of our four platforms that you need to check out. Facebook is a behemoth. It's humongo. Lots and lots of people use it and lots and lots of people hate it, even the ones who use it. I am one of those people. I have a personal Facebook account that I used to use quite a bit, quite robustly, you know, to keep in touch with family and friends and maybe people from my childhood, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I don't tend to tune into my personal Facebook feed anymore because I just don't have time. However, I do use it for business and professional purposes. You might want to check out my Facebook page, which is at Nurse Keith Coaching, where I share valuable topics of interest, valuable news, links to my latest podcast episodes and blog posts. But more importantly for you, yes, you, the nurse, Facebook is an important place to make friends, to check out trending topics in nursing and healthcare and beyond. You can check out Facebook live events, which are often very entertaining and fun and informative. Lots of organizations, nursing and healthcare organizations, etc., use Facebook Live in order to engage with their audience in real time. And you may find some conversations happening on Facebook Live events that you really want to make sure you avail yourself of. So aside from making friends, you can also meet like-minded peers and colleagues, especially in the groups I just mentioned. You can follow those trending topics using the hashtags that I mentioned earlier in this first half of the show and follow those organizations that you care about. No matter how you feel about Facebook, we all have to admit that it is ubiquitous. It is everywhere. It's on every continent on planet Earth, to the best of my knowledge, and probably in almost every country. 
Yes, it may go bye-bye someday, so don't put all your eggs in the Facebook basket. However, it is definitely a useful place to spend some time. However, if you're not into Facebook, there's plenty of other places to hang your social media hat. The second platform is actually related to Facebook, and that is Instagram. It's related to Facebook because, drumroll please, Facebook bought Instagram several years ago. I don't know what year, but they do own it. Instagram is slightly different than Facebook. It is more visually oriented in that each post is a little square social media post that generally is driven by imagery and or video. However, people use it also as a micro blogging platform. So even though it tends to be visually oriented, underneath that image, the user can write as many words and paragraphs as they care to about anything that's on their mind. So you might find some Instagram feeds where it's all images with maybe a few words embedded in the images and pretty much nothing underneath. Or you might find long diatribes and stories, many of which can be quite interesting. And you can definitely check them out if you have the patience and the time to do so. So Instagram is a great place for making friends and seeing what other nurses are doing. There's lots of nurses hanging out on Instagram. There's lots of organizations posting cool stuff. And just like Facebook, there are Instagram live events as well. And you can tune in to whether it's news organizations or nurse influencers who you care about and follow or anyone else who's doing an Instagram live event. You may find Instagram and or Facebook Live videos being taken at conferences where you wish you were. So you can tune in a little bit in real time to what's going on at those conferences and events. You can also follow trending topics using those ubiquitous hashtags. And the organizations you care about are definitely spending some time on Instagram because it is really growing exponentially. And if you want to check out my feed on Instagram, it is at Nurse Keith Coaching. One of the really fun parts on Instagram, and to some extent Facebook, though I'm more tuned into this particular aspect of social media through Instagram, is Instagram stories. These are short little videos or photo-based posts that people put up on their Instagram profiles, and they only really last for about 24 hours. There are several people and organizations who I know put out Instagram stories on a regular, possibly even daily basis. I tune into them because they're really fun. They're very immediate. They're also quite ephemeral. So you have to catch them while they're there, though some do get archived. I have a lot of fun on Nurse Keith coaching on Instagram. I post pictures from Santa Fe. I post pictures of people. I post little funny pictures and cartoons of my cat, George. You know, it's just a way to kind of get a peek behind the curtain of organizations or people you care about and follow. And if you follow people like me, you'll find that their Instagram stories are a little more personal, a little more off the cuff, whereas the Instagram posts might be a little more formal because they're more static. 
So Instagram stories is a really cool thing to tune into. And yes, I admit, social media can take up a lot of time. It can be a real time suck. You can go down that rabbit hole and all of a sudden, four hours later, you're like, what? Four hours have gone by? So you do need to be circumspect about your use of social media and maybe even have a schedule where you take, I don't know, half an hour every morning or evening, perhaps after dinner or whatever, to go through your social media feeds and look for the stuff you're looking for and then say bye-bye, log off and go do something else like reading a book or maybe actually talking to a real person. So you need to limit it And I know it can be like a virus that you catch and you just can't get rid of. And that virus takes over your life. And yes, some people have to go to social media detox clinics so that they stop using their devices and spending hours and hours searching for new videos of their favorite hamster. But there's more benefit here than deleterious effects. And if you have some modicum of discipline, you can use social media in a smart way and not destroy your life in the process. Let's move on to probably the social media platform that I think is most important for you as a professional. And that is, drum roll please, LinkedIn. Yes, the crowd goes wild. (sighs) LinkedIn is so important. Back in the day, We saw LinkedIn pretty much as like an online resume. You post all your stuff and it hangs out there and maybe you chat with a few people and maybe you get hit up by a recruiter here and there. However, LinkedIn has come a long way in the ensuing 10 years or 15 years since its inception. Microsoft, for better or worse, bought LinkedIn a number of years ago. And I have to admit, for Microsoft having bought it, it does not have the bells and whistles that I would expect from an organization, a company with so much money and resources like Microsoft, but that's another story. Anyway, yes, LinkedIn is in essence a resume online, but it's a resume on steroids. The reason being that it's in the first person, not the third person. You can really tell your story on LinkedIn. It's There's plenty of space for you to write anything you want about your professional career, your trajectory, what you're doing, what your motivations are, what your goals are, what you're looking for, and who you are. Why is this important? For one, it goes back to the whole thing of networking and connecting with like-minded colleagues and recruiters and hiring managers and organizations, etc. It also bears mentioning that when you apply for a job, Here in the 21st century healthcare and nursing and medical job marketplace, what's one of the first things a recruiter or a hiring manager is going to do, or maybe even an HR professional? They are going to Google you. So if they're going to be bothering to Google you to see what kind of online persona or online presence you have, why not give them something really awesome to find? In fact, You can put the URL, the web address of your LinkedIn profile, prominently in the letterhead of your cover letters and resume so that when someone checks out your resume, they'll say, oh, Sally's on LinkedIn. I should go check out her profile and see what she has to say for herself. And you know what else? 
It's not just what you have to say for yourself and about yourself. On LinkedIn, you can have your colleagues and peers and bosses, etc., write you recommendations. So when someone from a hiring team at the hospital where you really want a job Googles you and finds your LinkedIn profile, they will see that 25 different colleagues of yours in the course of your nursing career have taken the step and taken the time to write you a robust recommendation telling the reader how awesome you are. Where else can that happen? Nowhere. Yes, of course, you give references when you apply for a job, but where can someone just write you a recommendation and just tell the entire world how much they love you and respect you and value you and what an incredible nursing professional you are? This is the premier place, and I cannot impress upon you enough that LinkedIn is where you want to hang your hat, put a stake in the ground, and spend some time. Now, LinkedIn is social media, but what I like to say and other LinkedIn experts like to say is that it is a search engine disguised as social media because the really important part of LinkedIn is finding people and being found. The social media part is there, but it is a search engine. It's a place for you to look for specific people, to look for specific jobs and groups, to find organizations and follow them, and look for opportunities and connection. And of course, like any other social media platform, you can use hashtags to follow trending topics. You can also read articles and news stories, follow those organizations, Join groups of like-minded professionals around particular topics or areas of specialty. And yes, there are jobs on LinkedIn. And one reason to have a really awesome LinkedIn profile, and I can teach you how to do that, hint, hint, is that some recruiters post jobs on LinkedIn that aren't posted anywhere else. And when you apply for that job, guess what serves as your application? Your LinkedIn profile. So... Have a complete profile because you might find a job there and with the push of a button, apply for that job, get an interview, and maybe get hired for the job of your dreams. Speaking of jobs, yes, recruiters hang out there and there's actually a button you can switch on in the back end of your LinkedIn profile so recruiters see that your profile is flagged as someone who is looking for a new opportunity. So you build a strong profile with recommendations and endorsements, and you can also write original content on LinkedIn's publishing platform and demonstrate your expertise. That cannot be overstated. If a recruiter goes to your profile on LinkedIn and sees that you are a, let's say, a cardiac critical care nurse, and you've written 10 articles about critical care or some aspect of your devotion to this particular form of nursing and healthcare, that could really be the thing that differentiates you from other candidates and could nab you an interview and a job. So if you need help setting up your LinkedIn profile, maximizing your profile, and then learning how to optimize your use of LinkedIn, I actually have LinkedIn coaching 
packages on my website at nursekeith.com. You can sign up and we can do some very specific coaching to get your LinkedIn and so that you're playing your A game online, especially on the LinkedIn platform. Finally, last but not least, is Twitter. Yes, Twitter is used a lot by politicians these days, who shall remain nameless. So it does have some of an infamous type of reputation, but lots of cool stuff happens on Twitter. The same as the other platforms, hashtags, organizations, like-minded professionals and colleagues, people who could be your friends, fun, humor, videos, photographs, trending topics, organizations, it is all there. And if you want to see me on Twitter, I am at Nurse Keith. I would be happy to have you follow me, to follow you and engage in some fun conversation. So wrapping it up, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, they all have their uses, many of which they have in common. Some are different than others, of course, LinkedIn being the one that I encourage you to spend time on. If you were going to choose one, that is the no-brainer choice for you, Ms. or Mr. Nurse. Again, you can come to me for social media and LinkedIn coaching. If you want to learn how to use these platforms, I will teach you how to do it in a savvy and consistent and fun and professional manner. And if you do go to any of those platforms, please find me. And if you do find me on LinkedIn, which I recommend you do, send me a personalized invitation. Tell me you heard this episode and that you would like to connect with me. And then we can make a date to have a conversation because that's what it's all about. So nurses, this is your marching orders. Use social media to your advantage. You are leaving money and opportunity on the table if you do not. So when you come to me and tell me you don't know how to use it and you want to, we will dig deep, help you do that, and set you sailing on the social media sea towards the success and the professional and career development you truly want and need. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to episode 242 of the Nurse Keith Show. Remember, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 242. I will have links to all of my social media platforms. You can check me out there or go to nursekeith.com and there are social media links at the top and bottom of the homepage. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered and social from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your personal and professional happiness. And did you know there are job listings at nursekeith.com? That's right. Head over to nursekeith.com to the resources drop-down menu. You'll find jobs from Reload and ZipRecruiter. You'll even find a place where you can take your first ACLS, PALS, or BLS exam in course online for free so check it out if you don't want to spend money on acls you can do it for free once through nursekeith.com there are lots of other resources there too feel free to peruse the nurse keith show is expertly produced by rob johnston of 520r podcasting and mark capispeason is our stalwart social media ringmaster i am grateful to both rob and mark for keeping the wheels turning in the right direction. 
be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. And this is Nurse Keith saying adios till next time from beautiful and very chilly Santa Fe, New Mexico. I am out. Thank you.